This is the Tribune Audio Network. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Sip <laughs> Survive. And repeat. You guys, I was clicking on stuff on my computer. I was not paying attention to what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> I usually wait for you to lead us off, so. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, there was a, an awkward pause. It was my fault. I'm sorry. It's all Jenny's fault. Um, yeah, so, uh, this is Weird News Shorts, where Kenny and Danelle tell you weird news, and I tell you strange historic remedies, um, because it amuses me. Um, so anyway, uh, you guys ready to get started on this? I'm ready. Kenny? Always ready. Uh, a man gets marriage proposals on Twitter after he shares a photo of what? Photos, actually. Not oh. just one photo. His penis. I knew I knew one of you was gonna I guess mean, that. Come on, I mean, obviously. <clears throat> I was gonna say I was gonna say his bank account. Oh, that's a good one. It <laughs> was actually one, his book collection. Huh. Book lover started just replying to him saying, you know, marry him and blah blah blah. Like he has a ton of replies and he has like some DMs too, people like being serious. But oh, it's shit. His, House looks just like a library, essentially, and it looks a little messy for my liking. But you know, I feel like if you have like that it. many books, how you how you dust in? You know what I mean? I just don't know. It seems unhygienic. It does. It seems it like a lot of dust, a lot of heads, <laughs> lots of dusters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. That's not what I was expecting no. because I. I mean, again, I'm looking at it from my perspective. I mean, I like books as much as, you know, an average person, but I'm not, like, obsessed with them. So that would not make me want to marry someone. Um, neither. So, okay. A Chinese man's what saves him from falling down a well? Shoulder pads. Penis. (laughs) Kenny's, like, right back at you. Penis. (laughs) (laughs) Big belly, guys. Oh, oh! An overweight Chinese man found his big belly to be a lifesaver after it got wedged in a well and stopped him from falling down, according to officials. The 28-year-old, identified as Liu Lu Liu, who knows, got trapped in his family's well after breaking through wood that had been used to cover it in his hometown in a small village in China. I'm not even going to try to fucking pronounce that. Um, let's see, he, he remained that way, uh, until local officials, you know, firefighters and everyone arrived and they tied a strong rope around his waist to finally heave him out of safety. Um, he was totally unharmed. (laughs) Poor guy. Um, the fire service had estimated his weight at around 500 pounds. Oh shit. Yeah. Very large. Okay. Yes. So there you go. Saved his life. How? Wow. I mean, for now, it saved his life. For now. If you're, yeah, fi- if you're 500 a, some pounds, that's not going to last forever. That's an unhealthy, I, I'm guessing that's, no, that unless is he's like weight. Unless he's like seven, seven feet, feet tall. tall right? I don't think he, it doesn't look like it, no. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, listen, I'm definitely not at the correct weight, but that is intense. Uh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Um, back in the 1700s, 
people use tobacco smoke for what? When was it? 1700s? 1700s. Hmm. So just smoking tobacco? Like, well, they use it as a medical thing? It was a medical thing, but it wasn't smoked. Oh, I'm thinking, is it like a hot like pot kind of thing? Like oh. trying to clear their mind or something like that? No, like a, you, like a meditation tent. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I don't think you guys are going to get it because it's real fucking weird. I'm probably uh, going to guess. So you think so? You want to guess? No, no. Okay, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so back in the 1700s, they used something called a tobacco smoke enema. Oh, shit. So as. As the name suggests, it involves literally blowing smoke up a person's rectum. Oh. Um, so the, the reason people used it is um, it was for resuscitation. So if you stop breathing, they would stick a, a thing up your butt and shove tobacco smoke up there um in order to revive you so in one particularly graphic description from 1746 uh, as described in the paper the lancet a man's wife was pulled from the water apparently dead amid much conflicting advice a passing sailor proffered his pipe and instructed the husband to insert the stem into his wife's rectum Cover the cover the bowl with a piece of perforated paper and blow hard. Miraculously, be the woman that they're putting stuff in. I don't know, but miraculously, the woman revived. So, at that point, word started spreading because that's how shit happened back in the 1700s. So people were like using tobacco smoke enemas to treat everything. They weren't like. It resuscitated someone. They were like, it resuscitated someone. Guess what we're going to use it for now? Headaches, abdominal cramps, typhoid, <laughs> cholera. They were just like, we're shoving smoke up our ass for everything. Um, <laughs> so, um, but it was very dangerous, especially for the medic who might be um, administering said uh, enema. Uh, for instance, if a practitioner were to accidentally breathe in rather than blow out, uh, like, and he was doing it to someone who had cholera, for example, uh, he could accidentally inhale the cholera and then therefore die from that himself. Um, anyway, in the early 1800s, tobacco was shown to cause damage to the heart and tobacco enema fad thankfully began to decline. So good Thank news. God. By the 1800s, people were like, maybe this isn't such a great plan. Um, but don't smoke, don't blow smoke up my ass. Do you think that's don't where that phrase it. came from? I bet you it is. Oh my God. Amazing, you guys. We just learned something because I said something. <laughs> we just put two and two together. We sure fucking did. Ooh. Don't blow smoke up my ass. Don't blow tobacco up my ass. Don't blow tobacco smoke up my ass. Don't give me a tobacco smoke enema. Okay. Danny. Okay. A German engineer turns 10 what into a working piano? 
Wait, say 10, that again. 10 or 10? 10. 10. 10 somethings into a working piano. Oh. Mm. Um, hmm. Toothbrushes. 10 toothbrushes. Okay. I was thinking more of a bird, like 10 geese. <laughs> 10 sausages. <laughs> Call, you must feel it, it the Bachwurz Clavier. I, oh I, I, my I god! That, but wait, but aren't aren't the sausages a little um, floppy? I'm think I guess I'm thinking of the keys. So am oh, I yeah, thinking I mean, of it wrong? It doesn't look like a piano at all. It's just ten sausages laid out with wires attached oh. to them, and <laughs> it makes a piano noise. It's actually pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> From sausages. From sausages. I, I think it's something with like. like Squeezing geese or something. I don't know. I think it's something with like every time he presses down, like it triggers one of the wires and then it goes to a computer and then makes, you know, a certain uh, noise. Hmm. Hmm, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I made a sausage piano. Piano. <laughs> <laughs> I made a that, brat piano. That sounds kind of dirty. Yeah, it does. You know what, what I do? Like- I like to play I like to play the sausage <laughs> piano. <laughs> wink wink <laughs> um okay this is another i'm not trying to pick on uh people from china but a restaurant in china is deeply sorry for what serving somebody's pet cat <laughs> kenny deeply sorry for what catching someone's hair on fire Ooh, oh, that's a good one for weighing its customers. Oh, I a saw rest- that one too. How'd I miss it? I literally read that story earlier. Oh my God, I think I've heard um, that too. A restaurant in China has apologized after waiting diner, waiting really, weighing diners in an effort to prevent food waste. They're trying to do a good thing, just no one wants to be weighed before they eat. The restaurant is located in a central city in China and asks its customers to stand on scales and scan their data onto an app that recommended food choices based on their weight. <laughs> so there's that restaurant Vegas that waves people. Where? Oh, God. The uh, if you guys have never seen this restaurant? No. The Cardiac Cafe? No. If you weigh over I think 300 pounds, you eat for free. What? It like it's on Fremont Street, so old Vegas. Wait. There's, I think like, I- I think I did hear that. Yeah, there's a giant scale out front. Step mm. on it. You're above 300. I think it is. You eat for free. When you go in there, like, they put you in a medical gown and stuff. Like, it's, they really commit to the whole cardiac thing. And their burgers Damn. look like, I mean, they will give you a heart attack. They're massive. Wow, that's crazy. It makes me want to go there. A little bit, but I'm, I still have, I, I have some more weight to put on. Um, just so everybody <laughs> knows, my Weight Watchers journey has ended abruptly, and I'm back oh, no. to... I haven't weighed myself in like forever, but I can tell you for sure I don't feel quote unquote thinner these days. <laughs> I yeah. also had Burger King again for breakfast this morning. So you can always get back on the train. I've been I quietly doing it still still. Um, yeah. minus the sleeve of Oreos I ate on Saturday night was that? I just couldn't stop. Mm. But but I, some days I do it, some days I don't. I yeah, so I'm with you. I'm g- it's going to happen again. It's just right now, there's some stressful things going on, and I just can't. Yeah. I just want you, When you're ready, you let food. me know. I will. Oh. I'll keep you posted. Keep me posted. Okay. 
This one sticks me out to no end, so I apologize in advance. I'm not going to make you guess because you'll never guess. Okay. Well, maybe you'll guess. Okay. Um, let's see. When was this? Uh, da, da, da. In the old days, it uh, looks like we're talking about the 1800s. Uh, children were frequently dying between the ages of six months and two years of age. What did doctors at the time attribute this to? Oh, God. Who knows? Go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Teething. Oh. Uh. Because basically from six months to two years of age is when babies' teeth come in. And so they were like, this can't be a coincidence. Babies are dying from six months to two years of age. So teething must be the answer. Oh, my gosh. That's so, hilarious. I mean, it's not hilarious, but it's but it's like quirky. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, unfortunately for those children, uh, there were a wide array of interventions that they used to help children teeth. And I'm like, what? Uh, they were, they included bleeding, blistering, placing leeches on the gums, oh. and in some cases, they even burned the back of the baby's head. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very popular uh, and probably the most widely used uh, was um, the lancing method. So it was called gum lancing. And... Uh, they would lance a baby's gum up to 10 times. Uh, some guy, uh, John Hunter, treated his first patient, a baby of 18 months old, and he said, as soon as I saw some swelling of the gums, I, t I at once took out my lancet and cut the gums down to the teeth. <gasps> so basically, as the baby was teething and, like, your gum is all inflamed, they just, like, fucking cut that tooth out. They're like, look at this. Now the tooth is out. Oh, my God. The answer to that is no. Uh-uh. Um, wow. So uh, the physician, Marshall Hall, wrote that he would rather lance a child's gum 199 times unnecessarily than omit it once if necessary. And he instructed his students to do it before, during, and after teeth appeared, sometimes up to twice a day. That's uh, insane. Bad news, a lot of children died from infections that developed after the procedure. <laughs> yeah, you think? Um, it eventually petered out, which is great. However, even as late as 1938, a dentistry textbook offered instructions for gum lancing. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. so um, you guys, don't let people lance your gum. Or your children's gums. Seriously. It doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like they probably increased deaths because then kids were getting like infections. And it wasn't the teeth. I mean, they didn't say what it was that was causing all this death. But I mean, for all we know, it could have just been like putting the baby in the bed wrong and like, you know, all like all the stuff that changes constantly with kids. Like put them on their back to sleep, put them on their stomach to sleep, put them on their side to sleep. Like it, it, it's constantly changing. So I'm sure back then they didn't think of anything other than. What happens between six months and two years? Teething. That's it. So, yeah, it's like the one thing they identified. <laughs> yeah, which I was Teething. like, okay. I mean, I appreciate the effort. Good job, guys. But no. Um, wow. So, yeah. Be glad that you're not living in the 1800s. Yeah. Sounds like a terrible time for medicine. 
for sure. Oh man. Um, all right, everyone. Well, this has been another weird news shorts. We release these on Thursdays, regular episodes of survive repeat are on Tuesdays. So we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.